Bienvenidos a Maternidad Moderna con Yancy. Here we go again, another episode, another day. Sorry I'm so behind, but you know there's a lot of shit I gotta do. And I haven't been recording. Ugh, it's been taking me a while. But anyways, we have a special guest today. No es papá, pero tuvo que ser un padre en un tiempo de su vida. So let's go ahead and get started. Welcome, Mr. Bilo. Introduce yourself. Hello. Um, <laughs> I'm Bilo, Yancy's cousin. Um, I... <laughs> to take off the nerves but um yeah so i'm Bilo yancy's cousin um i'm 29 years old live here in arizona and yeah excited to to be here thank you for having me welcome i'm so excited i have so many questions so we usually talk and we like we have really good conversations when we talk. Um and it's funny because we always talk about how our family doesn't talk and all the problems that we have and that communication and stuff. You're actually you went to school or you're still going to school? Um it, it was one of the college? classes I had to take um in college. Um but it, yeah, I, I did take uh it was just mm -hmm. the intro um to psychology. Very interesting, fun class. Yeah, yeah, there, there was a lot, really a lot like, that I right? learned from there that um, helped me understand my growing up, how we grew up, <clears throat> and our, our family, their communication. So. Yeah, all right. So, I mean, do you want me to call you Bilo, uh, or do I you mean, want me to call you by your name? Um, it, it doesn't matter. Everybody doesn't matter? calls me Bilo, so that's, I, I don't prefer that, but everybody, that's yeah. how they know me. That's weird. I've never, I think I've asked you already why they call you Bilo, but I yeah, don't know. Yeah, I don't remember what you said. <laughs> Uh, it, it was just a, a nickname again. that a friend gave me in, in Las Pedas, you know, back in the day. Um, uh, it was it was just a, a random, yeah. but long story short, yeah, she, she called me Bilo, and uh, it just stuck with me because my original nickname from when I was little was Huero, but, I mean, you've seen me, uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm not Huero uh, anymore. Um, I don't know, I got a little too burnt or something, yeah. Mexican ginger, but... But yeah, Bilo just stuck to me. My real name is, I was named after my dad uh, and his dad. So I'm like a junior, yeah. junior, or however the fuck that's called. Uh, but Antonio is my name. Mm. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Anyways, I don't like Antonio. I like yeah. Bilo because that's, I think they're más, you know, más como. But anyways, let's, for the people, for the, all the listeners that don't know you and don't know our family, Let's go ahead and give them a little background of where you came from, um, your parents, the story behind your parents, and how you became a parent um, at at what age? Because I don't even remember how yeah. old you were, um, but you were a teen, and you had to become a parent under all the circumstances that that happened, you know. So let's get started with that intro, and then I'll go ahead and I have some okay. questions for you that I've asked you before, but. <laughs> Um, Not in yeah, so uh, like I said, I'm 29. I was born in uh, Anaheim, California, just like most of my cousins, uh, besides the younger ones that were born here in Arizona. Or, and you, yeah. Except for me. Um, <clears throat> it's me. I'm the middle child. Um, I have two sisters. Uh, my older sister is three years younger, and I mean older, 
and my younger sister's three years younger than me, um, which is weird because I'm like, I'm pretty sure we were planned, you know, because what a coincidence that we're all three years apart. So I, yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, I thought, I thought you guys were, I thought you and Ali. Yeah, no, she's from 96, um, 93. And then my older sister, Jackie, she's 90. So, yeah. Um, so, that yeah, like crazy. I said, I'm the middle child, the two sisters. Um, both of my parents um, were together uh, up until uh, when my mom passed away, um, which was when I was 13. Uh, 13, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I forgot what you asked me. Uh, <laughs> my, okay. You're just, just an intro, but of your family. Mm-hmm. So, so your mom passed away when you were 13. Um, that was kind of crazy. I remember that day. I don't, I want to get choked up, but mm-hmm. I just remember it because I was in the room with everybody. It, it was. Um, but yeah, it was, it feels like it was just yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I don't know the pain that you guys felt, you know, like we have our pain as like family members. But I'm pretty sure it's not the same as you guys, as the kids. Like, the way I was in the mm-hmm. back and looking at you guys, you know? Yeah. So and you guys were younger, way younger it, than I, I can explain it, like, from uh, my point of view. I, I'm not sure exactly how uh, my sisters or my dad um, handled it and are still handling it uh, up to today. Uh, because what I did yeah. notice was that all three of us, um, we... We handled it a little bit, uh, or yeah, or different, uh, um, a lot different. Um, different. But <clears throat> so let me just go back real quick um, to when I was like younger, younger. Um, I I remember always being mm-hmm. uh, super attached to my mom. Uh, like she would go somewhere, and I would go. I would be like, oh, I want to go, or she would take me. Like you know, that was kind of like my uh, how our relationship was. Um, with my dad, I I didn't really have the best uh, relationship uh, since when I can remember as a younger kid, but it was mainly because he didn't show affection. He didn't show uh, feelings. He didn't like really, like he was just there to, the way that I would see it, like now that I can describe it is that he was there to provide for the family and my mom was the one raising us, like if if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I'm not saying that he was mean to me or anything like he wasn't, it was just, the affection wasn't there, so I never felt that son-father relationship with him, even up to today. Like, it's it's just uh, weird to even um, yeah. think that, like, how other people see their dads, you know? They, sh- Yeah, they show their love. They show their love different. Not everybody shows it the same way. I think mm-hmm. that's what, this is one of the topics that's been going back and forth of how our parents express their love and stuff. Um, I think your dad just showed it in a different way that we didn't understand. But then if you go back and look at your grandparents, how, how was your, your dad with his grandparents? How was his, his parents with you? Because yeah. I remember your and, grandparents and, that, yeah. and they were always And that's how my dad is, uh, even very, up to today. And I would say all my uncles and my aunts from his side. But, you know, I, I don't judge them. It's however they were raised and it's whatever they want to believe or fucking whatever. Yeah, but now yeah, as a grown-up, I, I understand, you understand and, uh, where where he's coming from. Uh, 
right? Yeah, I understand it. And, and I'll get to like our current relationship now, uh, like up to, to today's point. But but yeah, like I said, I've always been really attached to my mom. Um, yeah. And everybody noticed that everybody would uh, tell me, oh, like, Dinas Mamitis and all this shit, you know, like, um, yeah. <clears throat> and um, Mama's boy. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, I, I remember, um, like, fast forwarding to uh, when she started getting sick. Um, I I remember specifically that it would always be like a pain in her stomach and in her stomach. And me as a kid, um, I was like, you know, like, oh, people's stomach hurts. It's like, it's like, whatever, right? And she went to the doctor or to the hospital, mm-hmm. whatever. And supposedly, I don't I don't remember correctly, but I think they removed um, the gallbladder or whatever they remove when you get piedras and stuff. Because supposedly that was going to be, or that was it, whatever. Um, and then I remember, yeah. Is that gallbladder in English? Do you know? And, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, perdón, porque él, uh, sorry, I'm gonna stop you right there. Porque él se cree, él, él no es mexicano, no, no, él no. se cree. I, I gringo, speak both, eh? but in English, okay, I just feel continue. like I can describe it better. Because if I speak Spanish, I'm gonna sound like a no sabo kid and shit. <laughs> but, anyways, um, yeah, so uh, that was it, right? And I remember that uh, my grandma lived with us for a very long time, uh, like my mom's mom. Because uh, my mom would uh, watch over her because uh, mm-hmm. she was uh, sick or whatever. Um, and, yeah, I remember that uh, she would take care of her, this and that. And then uh, after my grandma got, like, really sick and everybody started, like, um, everybody as in, like, my mom's brothers and sisters, um, or some of them, I should say, they started taking turns, like, watching over her. Um, I'm pretty sure that you um, experienced that, too, because I think she went to your house, too. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually oh, married okay. already, yeah. so I wasn't there. Um, but yeah. <clears throat> and I remember that my mom started getting like um, sicker, I guess you can say. And at this point, I was in yeah. sixth grade, I believe. Uh, I was in sixth grade, and she left to Mexico to Jalisco, uh, and she only took my younger sister, you know, because she was uh, way younger. And she, uh, me and my older sister mm-hmm. stayed uh, here in Arizona with my dad and his brother and sister that uh, lived with us that came from Mexico and stuff. And I just remember like um, that that time in, in my life, um, I don't want to say I was just focused in school, but I didn't think much of it because uh, I believe that as a child. Yeah, I believe that as a child, you don't think that anything is going to happen to your parents. Um, And I was like, oh, you know, she's supposedly, I mean, they would tell me that she would go, that she went to go see a doctor in Jalisco or whatever. And um, yeah, like Mm -hmm. for months, months she was over there. And I was like, maybe because I was distracted with school, but um, I got a little bit used to it to where I'm like, oh, she's just over there because the doctor, like nothing bad, this and that. And then, um, I don't remember if she, yeah, go ahead. Can I ask you something? How did you go to school? Like, who took care of you? Who, like, how did you get to school? What did you eat? Like, was your dad working all the time? Like, those are little questions that I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, we don't know as a family. We don't know what you, how they were taking care of you. Or basically, you were on your own. Yeah. Get up, go to school. I remember that me, 
so it was just my dad, right? And uh, that was watching over us, my uncles and everybody they worked. So he would um, mm -hmm. tell my older sister and me, be like, I'm going to set an alarm for this time. You guys have to wake up and like start getting ready at that time to leave to school and get there on time, whatever, right? And be like, and you have to um, just, you know, lock up the house and all that shit. So we would wake up, get ready and go to school. Like we would have our uniform either ready the night before um, or that morning, like we would be like in Chinga, you know, looking mm -hmm. for stuff. Um, and, and home, I mean, what about I, I was never um, really bad at doing my homework or knowing like exactly like needing help, not saying that I was the smartest person, you know, but um, it, it just, I don't know, like, I guess I paid attention to school. That I just didn't yeah. get to that point, but uh, yeah, we would get ready ourselves and go to school. Like we had our, our routine already. Um, it's like if they if they were preparing us uh, because they didn't know how long she was going to be gone for. So um, that to me seemed like mm -hmm. a, a normal um, a normal routine, a normal yeah childhood. Um, again, because I, I didn't agree. think anything of it. Um, and then when when she started getting um, even more sick, like just worse, uh, that was when we uh, all left to. I don't remember, I honestly don't remember if I went to Jalisco or to Durango right there to Cañas. But I remember that from Jalisco, she went to Cañas mm -hmm. and um, they were, yeah, so um, so uh, later they took my mom from Jalisco um, to Durango, uh, right there to Cañas. And just out of a... Uh, uh, mm -hmm. Real quick, just out of respect uh, for other people and their personal life and stuff. Um, some of the things, some of the stories that I'll say, even related to like my sister and stuff, I probably won't say specific names just out of respect to them, you know. But, um, but yeah, so uh, they took her to Cayenne's and I, I remember that's when I started kind of understanding and listening more into like uh, conversations that were being around me, like especially by adults and stuff. Um, but uh, I was in and how seventh or eighth grade at this point. I I was uh, maybe twelve. Yeah, maybe twelve um, or thirteen. I don't know. Okay. Somewhere around there, and I I just started uh, listening into conversations, and I would see that somebody would come to the house, and my mom was in a room, uh, in one of my grandparents' room, and the lady that would come, she would go into that room, and then. After a while, she would come out and then go to the backyard and, like, drain. She had, like, a pot with water and stuff and leaves and I don't know what the heck. And she would go to the back and then she would drain the stuff and she would leave. Yeah, like, una curandera. And, and that's una when curandera. I started listening because I was a little confused on, like, what's going on. And I remember I went into the room and I asked my mom. I was like, why? Is she, like, after the lady had left, I was like, why is she here? Like, what did she do? And then she would just tell me like, oh, me, like me está curando, like me está curando. And to me, I'm just like, oh, maybe like, I don't know, natural medicines or something. But then I started um, overhearing that I guess uh, they thought that somebody had done like some work on my mom, like brujería, that's what you would say, call it. Um, mm -hmm. But to me, like, I, yeah. again, I was too young to really understand like how, how, how bad it was or what specifically that was and how that worked, you know? And from one day to another, um, I remember that they left to Gomez uh, to a hospital over there. And 
that's when everything started getting real to me in a way um, where I'm like, okay, we're missing school, like a lot of school. Uh, we're going back and forth, um, like something, something's going on, you know? And uh, I remember uh, going to, to Gomez and that's when she was like in the hospital bed. Um, she can still talk to us and stuff. Yeah. Um, but she was like starting to lose a lot of weight um, and she just looked sick, you know? And again, to me, as a child, like I, I grew up believing that doctors can uh, curar anybody that is is sick, you know? Uh, that you go to the hospital with a doctor and you come out like perfectly fine. And uh, yeah, I remember going and when, when she was in the hospital, we were coming back to the US. And this is one thing that I regret up to like today. Like I still like, I'm not too hard on myself anymore, but it's just something that I regret so much that uh, when we were gonna come back uh, the the night before, uh, we went to the hospital, it was me and my sisters uh, and my dad and my mom, and we're in the room. And then she asked me, um, she's like, uh, stay here with me, you know? She's like, just stay here with me. She's like, um, it, it's, and then I asked her, I was like, but what about school? Uh, because at this point, like I said, we, we were missing a lot of school. And then she's like, um, just who cares? She's like, just stay with me. She's like, it's just one year of school that you're going to miss. Meaning that I'll like flunk it. You know, I'll probably have to repeat it if, if anything. And I didn't, I, I never imagined what the outcome was going to be. That I was just like, no, you know, like I'll just come back when I'm on vacation or when my dad comes back, you know? I was like, I want to go back because I didn't want to flunk school. And the reason why I didn't, like, it, it was, mm -hmm. I don't know, like, I, I had the mentality, obviously, of a kid that I was just like, I don't want to flunk school, you know, like, all my friends are going to move to the next grade, I want to be behind, blah, blah, but again, I, I didn't think anything was going to happen to her, and I was like, no, and she, she cried because, yeah. um, like, nobody stayed with her, you know, my dad obviously had to come, and he had to work, and I understand that because, uh, like, he's the one that was, yeah, make money for us and her and everything. And I remember coming back uh, over here. And like I said, that's something that I regret because I'm like, th those could be times that I would take for granted, you know, to be like, I was there for her when she asked me to and whatever. Like I, and sometimes I do get uh, yeah. down and like, just think about it, but I'm like, whatever, you know, like it already happened. But did they, but did she ever tell you exactly what was going on with her? They just told like, us that she was sick, she but was at this point, they just told you that um, she was sick. Unless, uh, like, if if uh, my uncles or anybody know, from what I know, they didn't know, or she didn't get diagnosed with anything until she came back over here. So at, at this point, when when we came back, when we went back to Mexico, like after that time that she told me to stay, and we came back, uh. We, we went back to Mexico. I don't remember if it was a couple of months or something um, mm -hmm. that we went back, but because at this point, like she was sick, sick. Like she, they, they told us that she was sick and uh, they told my dad, they're like, <clears throat> we can do a surgery where we remove like um, her stomach and then put it back or something like that to whatever. And they're like, but we don't guarantee that she will make it, you know, through the surgery. And they were like, no, like, like, like we're not going to do that. So yeah. They they were gonna transport her to the U.S., but when when we went back to Mexico uh, because she was really sick at that point, I remember being in the hospital, and I remember we were with uh, my tío Pancho um, at, at his house, 
And I got to the point where I knew how to get a taxi from his house to the hotel, uh, to the hospital and back, you know? And I remember going in and out, in and out, so many people, like a lot of family uh, mm -hmm. that was there. It, yeah, in Mexico. Um, my aunt, Mexico. Um, Manuela, uh, Jesse's mom. I remember her being there with her, like through everything. Like she was on that. I, I don't know how or what, but she, she was over there all the time. Um, so uh, even before that, like, you know, like in our childhood, like she, they've always been like, I don't know, best friends, I guess you can say, like very close. And I remember one night um, we were sitting in the, <laughs> hold on. <clears throat> we were sitting in the, in the waiting room and I think it was like um, me and Jackie or me and Adi, I don't remember, but I remember uh, one of my uncles came up to us or to, I want to say to me because I, I don't remember who was with me, but he came up to me and he was just asking like, um, he was just asking how I was doing and I was like, oh, you know, like I'm just, you know, I'm good, whatever. And I just remember telling him, telling me, he was like, um, I just remember him telling me, he was like, um, go inside with your mom, you know, he's like, and then he's like, um, disfrutala, he's like, ahorita, and then he's like, um, porque no sabes, and then I remember him choking up and just getting up and walking away. And I remember uh, getting up and the hospital was closed. Like they, they closed the hospitals in, Me in Mexico or at least that one, I guess, like overnight. Um, and I remember going downstairs and it was just dark, like, cause it was like where the receptionist area was at. And there was like a hallway to the door. Mm -hmm. And I just remember sitting down on a bench and I was looking outside and I was just like, this, I was like, this cannot be true. Like what I'm thinking, you know, I was like, um, like, is she, is she going to die or what? Like, I just started questioning and I was like, I don't think so. I was like, and that's when I started saying, I was like, if God is, um, if God's real, like I, this is not going to happen. You know, he's not going to take my mom, blah, blah, blah. So <clears throat> the next day, um, and I just remember just laying down, um, right there, uh, like after thinking that, and then I went back upstairs, but then the thought of it just, um, didn't come to mind anymore. And the next day, I remember that um, they got a like an emergency jet or airplane. I remember, and it was yeah, and it was mm -hmm. yeah. They, yeah, they told her that, that. Um, if she wanted to get transported, she it had to be by plane because of the condition that she was in. And I remember that uh, mm -hmm. I don't I don't even know if it was my dad that told us, or but but I'm pretty sure it had to have been because for me to be so calm. Um, that he's like, you're going to go um, back to Arizona in the truck. But one of my uncles, uh, one of my mom's uh, uh, brothers, my tío Ronaldo, he was going to drive it to Cañas and then to Arizona, like to bring us all back, you know, because on, on the plane, it was my mom, uh, my tía Manuela and my dad that came yeah. on, the, on the plane. And they got here, you know, like a couple hours, maybe right away. And... Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> And that's something that, um, like, when they flew her over here, the hospital was, and, and I might be a little dramatic, but it was flooded with people. 
like people that were there too, que la estaban esperando, like people that have always like supported her, been a good friend because she's, um, as you know, my mom, she's always been like a very lively pe uh, person, friendly person with anybody that she would see, she would be like really cool with, you know? I think she was the life of the party, and she was the one that yeah. was like holding our family together, basically, because all the, all the parties and everything, it would always be at her house, and we would hang out and yeah, I, and, I, and I remember so that happy too. and welcoming to everybody. <laughs> yeah, so and, yeah, and, and, yeah not I remember that too. It was um, full. It was full. She would be the one to call everybody to come over to the house. She would be the one that, um, like, it, it, it was it was just a a good childhood that I had with yeah. her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, she was always there. For so everybody. back to my story, real quick. Yeah, I remember that, and I remember, like I said, I started listening to conversations then, and that's how I found out because when I, when we got to Cañas, my uncle was talking to I don't know who outside, and they were telling him that everybody was there waiting for her and this and that and blah blah, blah. and that made me feel um, good, you know, because I was like, I'm I'm not there, we're not there, and I was like, but she's not alone, you know, she's not just by herself or anything. And yeah, I, I just remember um, we got to Cañas, we yeah. probably slept there one day, and then we came over here to Arizona. And that's when I started realizing that things were getting really bad with her. Because there was a lot of in and out uh, traffic in our house while she was in the hospital. There was a lot of going to the hospital and coming back. Um, and at this point, I'm 13 years old. Um, I literally felt um, like if I was como que tenía la libertad to express and feel what I felt. You know what I mean? I was, uh, and, and by, the, by me saying that is because yeah. I was doing some things that I obviously should not have been doing um, because <clears throat> So when she was in the hospital, like, um, like I said, I was kind of free. Like people didn't really know where I was, like to tell you, so you know, like I could be at the house, I could be at my aunt's house or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. At 13. this point, yeah, yeah at, at this point, point I'm already 13. Yeah. And you're, you're I remember, 13, right? Okay. For some random reason, I was like, maybe if I smoke a cigarette, I was like, it'll calm me down. But I wasn't really sure exactly of what, like, calling me down of what, you know what I mean? Because, you know, again, yo todavía estoy con la mentalidad. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, I started, like, smoking, like, cigarettes and stuff. Not as in, like, um, from that point on, no, but, like, just when all that stuff was going on. And it was weird because I was, like, nobody notices. Nobody, like, knows anything. Like, I'm just, like, como te digo, like, I just felt free. Not that I enjoyed it being free or anything, but I just felt like if I could do whatever and nobody's going to know or tell me anything. And yeah, like um, mm -hmm. I just started doing that. And then fast forward um, to when things started getting, yeah, that they were like, um, uh, I remember she was in a, no, let me go back real quick. I remember she was in the hospital, right? And I remember we're in the waiting room and they called my dad and my aunt, my tia Manola, they called them to the room, I think. And that was when the when the doctor told her, told them that she had cancer, and that it was like too uh, advanced for them to do anything. Um, <clears throat> but I didn't know this yet. I was sitting in the in the in the waiting room, 
and I just hear my aunt cry like um like if somebody had passed away you know yeah um Screaming and crying. I was like a little confused yeah. and I was like this this isn't it like she didn't pass away or nothing you know? I was like it, it can't happen and they took her into like this uh waiting room that was like a quiet room kind of just because there was other patients you know and stuff and I remember I was like what's going on like blah blah, blah. and I don't remember who was it that told me but they were like oh like they said that she has cancer and that's when like my whole life like just flipped upside down and I, I didn't know, know what cancer, cancer was, was um because my grandpa died of cancer my my oldest Joaquin yeah. and yeah. I and yeah I yeah. I remember when they told me I was like what the fuck you know like okay this is this is gonna be real like this is now I know why my uncle told me that now I know you know not saying that my uncle knew but they knew how severe she was and stuff and yeah. I remember that they moved her to um I think it was like ICU like the intensive care unit and that's when she had like a tube in her mouth like she had all kinds of stuff like and to me personally I was like I don't want to remember mm -hmm. my mom like that so I I wouldn't go inside to see her and it's crazy because now that I think about it obviously I'm like oh I wish obviously it wouldn't have happened right but I'm like I wish that if it would have happened it just would have happened um when I was older and the reason why I'm saying that is because like now at the age that I'm at, like I I wish I had those extra days or I, I wish yeah. I did more. I wish I was in there more. I wish I talked to her even though she couldn't talk back to me um, because she had like the tools in her mouth and stuff. And I was like, because there's just so much that I wish I could have um, said or, or done. I've done. But you do want... But you do understand that you were only 13. You were only 12. You know what I mean? Going through that, like me as an adult, I was already, I don't know. I was like in my 20s. Um, I think, yeah, I think it was like mm -hmm. three. I think I was like 21, maybe 22. I don't remember. But um, yeah. it was hard for me and it was traumatizing for me. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like I, I always say, oh, I wish yeah. I went more. I wish I spent more time, you know what I mean? But I I can't imagine you, I mean, you have to understand that you were just 12, you didn't, you were 13, you didn't know, you know what I mean? You're trying to live your life, you're a kid. They didn't tell you exactly everything right away. And so yeah. you made your decision. And, and you know what, that's something that, um, what they told you. Uh, again, um, everybody, because they are how they are, like our parents and everything. Like, I just wish that they would have been more open uh, with telling us directly, like, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, mm -hmm. instead of, que, like, de un chingazo, like, they fucking be like, From hey, the like, beginning. she has, like, two days or something, you know? Like, it's it's just... But, yeah, it, it was, I mean, hard to process because um, I was young, yeah. but now I'm just like, damn. Um, but, I, but I wouldn't change anything, yeah. Okay, so at, yeah. so at this point, okay, so let's just fast forward. Mm -hmm. Um my tia passes away we're all in the room whatever um you, you i mean it's your dad your and your two sisters right at what point does your dad how many years 
pass by when your dad decides um, he wants to so move I think back it was two Mexico. years after my mom passed away that he started um dating I guess I don't know like he started talking to some other bitches and shit <laughs> and <laughs> I, I never approved Maybe. of it um now I do because I'm like whatever you know live your life but um I think it was two years, maybe two years and a half, but I think it was two years when he um, started dating the lady that he's married to today. Um, and he left um, around, like, not so long after that. And he took my younger sister, and then me and Jackie stayed behind, but not together. Um, Why did you guys decide uh, me not personally, to go with your dad? Because I was like, why did you guys decide to stay? I, I like, oh, there's okay. no future in Mexico for me. Like, I don't know what the fuck I would do in Mexico. I just don't like. I love Mexico. Like, don't don't get me wrong, but I'm like, just like, it's it would be a stupid decision. So I took my dad to court, and I made him, for legal purposes, this might be a lie, but <laughs> I took my dad to court and uh, I made him give custody to my aunt, my tia Manola. So I can so I can stay here because I was like I'm underage. He could probably force me to leave to Mexico, mm -hmm. and I don't want that to happen. Um, so yeah, he took my younger sister, and then I stayed here. Yeah. And my sister stayed here, but I think she left to Colorado. I don't know what to do, like, but yeah, I stayed here to continue my visa. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, and I did, did you have so who, so you stayed with my tia Manuela? For a couple, or like, because I remember you going back and forth with one family member to another family member. Like, did you have, did you feel um, you I, had I did, the and help I'm very grateful for everybody that has helped me, um, including you, uh, your mom, uh, your Mali, my uncle, you know, everybody. Um, but yeah, everybody in the family has always been very supportive uh, of me. And uh, yeah, like, I, I, I appreciate it because because of them, I like that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like I can I wanted to help more, but I didn't want to be pushy. You know what I mean? I wanted you to make your own decisions and I wanted you to know that we would always be there for you. But at the yeah. same time, like we get into our life and our family, you know what I mean? But I wanted you to know that we were there for you whenever you. Yeah, and and that's something that um, that we would ever since you know? uh, like that my mom passed away and stuff. I I was like okay I cannot be anybody else's uh, yeah. responsibility you know, and I was like I some some one way or another I have to do this and this and that. Um, but yeah, that's why like the the gesture that you guys did uh, when I lived in an apartment in like one of my lowest times in my life. Uh, that was very much appreciated. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, wh how, what's your mindset as a teenager? At this point, you're a teenager. Obviously, you want to party. You have friends. Andaba de loco. Andaba de rebelde. Um, what's your mindset at that point? And when when did you know or you realize that you had to be on your own or that you so wanted I lived to with be my, on your own? With my aunt. At what um, point? for a year maybe or a little bit less than a year and I remember mm -hmm. you know I was just going to school um I was I was never and I never did ask them for money like to buy clothes or cut my hair or anything but um 
I remember being like, I need to make money somehow, you know? And I was like, obviously, I'm not going to take the easy route out of money and do, like, uh, any illegal stuff. So, yeah, <laughs> that was later in my my later years. I'm kidding. <laughs> and I remember I left to, to Colorado, and uh, I started working over there. I started, I started working, it was weird because oh, I, I started working, I think I was 15, but you had to be 16 to work there. I don't know, it was weird, but somehow I made it. No, I was going to talk about. <laughs> Hell no, because oh. I tried that a couple of days and I was like, yeah, this is for, yeah, Pero not for me. That's funny. Um, at what point did you have to become a parent? And how did how did your so, mind, how did your mindset? I'm gonna say change? that I I I got into that mindset um, a little bit before I, uh, my sister came down here from Mexico. So at this point, she's 15, I think, and I was like, I need to work mm -hmm. because I was like, I I'm pretty sure if my mom was alive right now, she would do all the quinceañera, you know, because she's the youngest one and blah blah blah, you know. So me and the help of all my uncles and aunts and everybody, um, they we yeah we planned it and we planned it. She was in Mexico over in Jalisco and um, yeah it was like a, it was a a success I guess like a good party. Um, she enjoyed it. The whole family enjoyed it. We hadn't seen her in a long time, so um, I would say that that's when um, I started to feel like a parent in a way. And then obviously yeah. A couple mm -hmm. months later, I think, even uh, was when she when I brought her from over there uh, in the most stupidest way that I don't recommend anybody doing. Um, but <laughs> tell me how you so brought I'm her because I don't even know of the story. reason why she came just because I'm like, you know, you guys have to know, like, and I don't give a fuck about <laughs> some people. But anyways, <clears throat> so I was never cool. <laughs> I was never Keep cool with me. my dad's new wife. Um, even up to today, like, like I accept it, but I don't want anything to do with them, you know? Um, yeah. and, uh, anyways, so my sister texts me and this is back on the MySpace days and she's like, Hey, I know she's Ooh. like, Hey, she's like, I got in a fight with, uh, my dad's wife, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, did she hit you? And then she's like, yeah. And she told me she had like a scratch or I don't know what the fuck. And she explained the whole thing to me, you know, the, the chingazos and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I was mad because obviously like she's a ya una señora and Abby was like young, you know? So I was like, fuck that. I was like, you need to get your mm. birth certificate and you need to buy a ticket and come down to the border and we'll pick you up. So she's like, oh, you have to be 18 to buy the ticket. So whatever. One of my badass aunts from over there, she bought her the ticket and wrote like a letter as, like just because she was traveling by herself and she she came on the bus and yeah. that drive from Jalisco to here is brutal so That's imagine a on the bus it's like fucking six hours longer and shit uh so yeah she she came over here and then my aunt and my cousin went to go pick her up and then she came here and we were there no uh my my dear, yeah her and one of my cousins went to go pick her up oh. and and yeah, she, um, well, I mean, I talked to my aunt about it before and whatever, they were cool. And we brought her and we stayed at my aunt's house. I'm very bad with the timeframes, but 
a year max or maybe less than a year until I, uh, yeah. I think it was less than a year because yeah. you're and I, I, Well, it was until I turned 18. So it had been to like the following year. So like six months, maybe we stayed there. And as soon as I turned 18, I was like, okay, I want to, yeah. I started looking to see if I can afford an apartment, you know, like back then the minimum wage, I think was seven twenty five or something. And, um, I found an apartment for yeah. both of us. It was a small little apartment, you know, not in the best area, but they had two bedrooms affordable for us in a way. Um, that's where it started. It was literally next door to the. And it was close to your old house. Mm -hmm. It was. Uh, it was door. weird, but a very satisfying experience at the same time. Being um, on your own or being in that location? Both and parenting now or because both. I remember I set straight like uh, rules for Adi and I was like, as long as you go to mm -hmm. school, good grades, you could literally do whatever you want. If you want to go out with your friends, if you want to date, you could do whatever you want, just good grades, you know, because I, I just didn't want her to struggle yeah. how I struggled. And how did you know how to parent? Like, you're only 18 you grew up basically on your own, you know, since you were younger. Um, how did you know um, what to do? I, I didn't, to, to be honest. <laughs> but to me, I was like, okay, I have a job. I'm paying bills. I'm older than her. So I hope that she sees it as, you know, que me respete uh, in a parental way, I guess. But at the same time, like I said, I was like, I don't want to be a fucking straight mm -hmm. up parent and be like, oh, you can do this or that. That's why I gave her libertad con que... Uh, yeah. She would bring good grades because at that point I was uh, in school and working too. So it was kind of hard to like uh, navigate everything. Yeah. What, um, what pressures did you feel from family, from life, from the world, from, you know, what pressures at that moment? You're by yourself with your sister in an apartment. You're working. Did you graduate high school or are you still going to school? Um, I, I didn't graduate high point. school. Um, I got my GED when I was 18. Um, and I'm currently uh, doing both um, school and working. Um, but part-time school, full-time work. Mm -hmm. um, I The only pressure that I felt was literally just just for myself, like not for my family or anything. Because I was like, I, I, I kind of got myself into this situation. Not that it was a bad situation. And I was like, but um, I just have to make it work somehow, you know? And I was like, and if we're not fucking dying or something, then I'm not, like, I'm doing good, you know? Like, I am doing good. But it, it was it was, it was, was hard, yeah. like, to be at that age and to have a responsibility like that. Yeah. Um, what hardships did you guys go through? Because I remember mm -hmm. a couple that you have told me. Um yeah like, so um th i think this is why me and her also have like a good uh relationship now um not only because i brought her from mexico yeah. whatever and all this stuff um and like the continuera but because the time in that apartment when we lived together like those were the roughest times that i lived um because there were times when they would cut off the light and uh with the the, the company that you can get with that apartment whatever to reconnect, you had to pay everything that was late plus like late fees and reconnection fees. So we didn't have the money. Um, and there were times when I would tell her like, hey, tomorrow wake up really early, uh, text your cousin and be like, hey, let's get ready together for school so you can go get ready at our house because we didn't have light. 
Um, there were times where we didn't have food um, or money for food, obviously, you know, and we just had to like tough it up and be like, I don't want to ask nobody for help. And I was like, and I want, I don't want you to tell anybody anything. Yeah. Why though? Like, I mean, we could have given you advice like, hey, you know, there's food banks, there's, there's nothing wrong with asking yeah. for help. And, and, and I understand that, but growing up, um, I was always under the, like, la mentalidad that I'm just like, I don't want people to be like, and not that nobody gave me, not so just that, but okay, digan, like, if you wanted to do this, why'd you want to do it if you know you couldn't, you know? And that's what my fear was always going to be because oh, I was like, okay. I don't want nobody to tell me that I'm not doing this right, blah, blah, like with Adi and stuff. Um, but somehow we made yeah. it we made it work um, con Podemos and stuff. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, and that's what brought you guys closer together, yeah. I think. That's what brings any relationship closer together when you go through yeah. the good and the bad, you know, all the hardships. Can we talk about... Um, problems did you ever have to answer any girls like did your sister ever ask you anything like that has to do with a girl you know what I mean like her period um yeah I don't know, uh, any to be questions? honest no the only thing that comes to mind is like obviously when she needed to uh buy any of that stuff um I would either most of the time I would give yeah. her money to go buy it like I wouldn't go because obviously I'm not going to fuck to buy <laughs> there's like 20 <laughs> different kinds of I don't know what so I'm just like, yeah, how much is it? Uh, but no, like, there was no, no, actually, like, uh, yeah. I think she kind of knew or something. I don't know. Don't you guys know automatically? <laughs> no, bitch. <I> don't know. <laughs> no, we talk to our primas and we talk to friends and that's how we yeah, know. That's probably how she figured you know? it out then. Um, the only, the, the only problems, yeah. um, and this isn't girl problems, but I just feel like I have to say this because, you know, like, she's a baddie, like me, because she likes to fight. But, um, when she told me at school that some girl, um, <laughs> I mean, typically, you know, like, violence is not the answer, but sometimes somebody has to get her eyes beat. And at school, some girl wrote her, like, a note and left it on the desk or something, saying shit about, like, that's why you don't have a mom and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I'm going to go pick you up tomorrow, and you can tell me who it is. I'm going to park. You're going to get up, and you're going to beat her ass. And then, <laughs> yeah. No, and uh, like I said, it's it's uh, not the right thing to do. But I I believe in, like, not the ejes, you know, because then people are going to want to fuck you up all the time. So the next <laughs> day, I went to go pick her up, and we were yeah. driving, like, cruising. And I took my cousin because I was like, just in case somebody jumps in, you can jump in, you know. I was prepared. Chapis. Well, prima. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they both cut off. And then my sister, <laughs> like, they were arguing. I was like, bitch, just fucking hit her. And they got in a fight. Nobody jumped in, so Chappies is just there, you know. But um, yeah, I, I just had to teach. I felt like if I had to teach her that, you know, that I'm just like, um, yeah. No te yeah. <laughs> That's not what a parent does. <laughs> FYI. Parenting, but <laughs> that shit is so funny. Oh my god, I can't believe you fucking did that. Um, Can we yeah. talk about your sexuality? Um, and how as a parent, how, how did you feel, like, how did you express, um, or how did you tell, how did you come out, how did you tell your sisters? Did you tell your sister? And, what, um, like, what were, what were you scared of? Supposedly, you know, or did she have a all those people are like, oh, I knew once you come out to them, but whatever. Um, 
No. So I, I was never scared to tell anybody, but I wanted to make sure, you know, because I was like, I don't want to say that I am. And then I'm like, oh, wait, like, no, like after I, you know, but um, I'm just kidding. But no, I honestly, I was like, as long as uh, my two sisters are cool with it, uh, not saying that if they weren't cool with it, I was not going to be gay, you know, but um, I was like, as long as they're cool with it and my best friend at the time, or any, I mean, they're still my best friends, but I was like, I honestly don't care what anybody else thinks. But um, yeah, I came out to yeah. uh, my best friend um, and his wife and him. And then uh, to my sister, I think it was Jackie first, and then Adi. Because uh, at this point, Adi already lived in, in Colorado with her. Um, but, yeah. yeah. Oh, she already lived there? I no. thought she was with you. No, when I came out, oh, okay. um, I didn't come out till when I was 21. Yeah, this, yeah at this point, uh, like my sister own. left to Colorado before the end of her junior year, maybe? Or her senior year, one of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, she just wasn't following directions to what I told her I was in good grades and shit. So she left and yeah, I came out yeah. to them. How did you, no, can we ahead. talk about, go oh, sorry, go finish. No, I was going to say she just no, left no, over there finish. and I sit here and that's when I kind of started, uh, my party days and shit, you know? Yeah. Did you, okay. So let's go back. You said she was in Colorado because she didn't listen to you. She wasn't following rules. Um, I How did, did that feel, you feel? Uh, disrespected in a way because I was like, I'm busting my ass working, you know, providing as much as I can, uh, going to school, giving her la libertad, you know, to do whatever she wants. As long as, you know, the only thing was asking was school. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want you to work. I don't want nothing. Like I just want you to go to school uh, and finish school. And I mean, it was, I did feel disrespected, but at the same time, I was like, it's my turn to, like, live, you know? Like, my... Yeah. So, you were kind of, like... Yeah, I mean, you weren't happy that she left, but it kind of took pressure off of you. A little bit mm-hmm. of the pressure off. And you're like, okay, I can be a, yeah. a teen now. Well, well, you were already an adult, but... You know yeah, what I mean? Kind, like, kind of live, like, live. I don't want to say the, the missed years or nothing, because I grew up fast, but, yeah... Uh, but I mean, I, mm-hmm. I told her, I was like, I, I don't regret anything. I don't uh, like her being here, me taking care of her, or any of that stuff. Um, uh, it's just, yeah. that's just how life is, I guess. Yeah. And how do you feel about where I, she's I at right now? I can honestly say uh, that I can die at peace. <laughs> uh, because one of, one of my main goals, why I brought her <laughs> here, was because I was like, I don't want her to, and no offense to anybody that has kids in Mexico or anything, but I was like, I don't want her to end up with somebody in Mexico and be in fucking Mexico, you know? And I was like, here, I just wanted her to, um, you know, succeed. And she's uh, currently in a happy um, marriage with her husband that he's cool as fuck. And she has a good job. And uh, yeah, they're both in the military. So they, I'm pretty happy with where the, where she's at right now. Yeah, we're so proud of you, Ali. Yeah. FYI. <laughs> cool. Okay, so now as adults, do you still catch yourself parenting her? Even though you're both adults? Because I do it. Mm-hmm. I still do it with you guys. Like, I still tell you guys. Sometimes I'm like, Jensi, ya callate. No le digas. Like, they're already adults. They can figure it out on their own. Like, I feel like you guys are probably like, oh, this bitch again. Like, shut up. Like, don't tell us that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I feel like I still yeah. try to parent you guys. 
or tell you, hey, eso no yeah. está bien. I, I don't see it that way, like, when you tell me stuff like that, because I'm just like, you know, like, we're just talking, that's how we talk, but even with, uh, with Avi, in the beginning, I did, like, when she first got married, um, because we would talk a lot about, like, you know, just stuff. But now I'm like, the fuck that, you know, like she yeah. has her, her vato and shit. She's over here. He could tell her, like, he can, you know, <laughs> send, I mean, she's an adult already. So I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. You passed the baton on to her husband. <laughs> yeah, because like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, anything she does okay. now, he has to, like, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> Deal with it. Yeah. You're like, tag, but, you're it. Yeah, I don't care. No, you know, I'm just kidding. Don't keep parent my kids right now. <laughs> <laughs> Which he doesn't have kids. He's talking about his pets. He has two cute little puppies. But um, if you had, well, you already said it, but I'm gonna ask you again. If you had to do it all over again, would you? And what what differences? Like what would you change um, about I, it? I mean, obviously you already said yeah. um, the way I, you brought I would it. Not, but I mean, I would do it again. And I wouldn't change anything because I mm -hmm. believe in that. Like, obviously, mm -hmm. if you change something, like, obviously, like, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. Um, all, all the the cries, the laughs, the the ups, the downs, everything, like, I think was all worth it um, with a good outcome, you know? Like, um, we, we we all dealt mm -hmm. with loss differently. And it's, it's just, I, I wouldn't change anything from it. Like, it's just... It's how it is, yeah. It's how it is. It's how it went down. That's so cool. Yeah, I'm really proud of both of you guys. How do you think, are you ready? Like, do you think that having her, parenting her, um, that did that prepare you to become a parent? Like, so are you, do you want to have Eventually, I question. do want to have a child. Um, yeah. Um, oh, just one? <laughs> I, I, I would eventually want to... Um, I, if it gave, if, she, if her experience gave me anything was actually not to want to have a fucking teenager because there was so many times that I was just like, <laughs> if you were my child, like I would whip your ass right now, but I was like, whatever. Um, it, it was just a lot of stress. Um, but I, I, I do want to have kids. Um, <laughs> currently though, not right now, because I was talking with my, uh, with my boyfriend. Um, and I was like, Mm -hmm. El toxico, yeah. El I was like, right now with prices how they are and stuff, I was like, we barely have enough money to pay all our shit and have fun, like go out, travel and stuff for ourselves. And I was like, imagine having kids. Oh, they're just gonna be stuck home all the fucking time. Uh, but you're never gonna be ready. You're never actually ready. You never have enough money. You never have a better job. You never like. It's you know just part of life. You just yeah. have to. They grow up with you. Yeah, you just have don't, to go for it and do it. Don't tempt me because... I mean, that's what we did. We only <laughs> have one. Don't tempt me because I'll have a kid. I do. I, I do want you to have a I, kid. Well, that's the thing. I, I would want to have a kid, but I think I would want to adopt. I don't think I would want to have... Yeah. Um, oh, really? Just because, for example, like if I do a surrogate, whatever, you know? Um, what if that... Mm -hmm. I mean, not saying that if that child wasn't like me, I'm not going to like him or anything. But I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah, question. Have you ever actually talked to your sisters about being a surrogate? Like, would they ever carry a baby for you? I think I've said it to, like, to my younger sister, Adi, like, joking around, you know? But low-key, I wouldn't do it because I believe mm -hmm. a lot in, like, mental health and stuff. 
And I know that, yeah, they can go to counseling and this and that, but I just feel like if it would um, fuck with them mentally, you know? Like, that's that's my only thing. Yeah. Um, so you would, would you get, so you wouldn't even get someone that has done it before? Not, not family, no, yeah, but somebody that has like done that, it before, yeah. you know what I mean? With somebody that is not related to me, but somebody that oh. I would be related to know because I'm like, not saying that I wouldn't care about the other person, but if they've done it, like, if it's their job or whatever, then yeah. But because I'm like, I wouldn't want, like, say, my sister yeah. to carry the child with, like, say, my partner's, yeah. And, and then get attached, her, and yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, I would want to adopt, um, you know, just because, why not? Because I low-key sometimes got to the point that I'm like, I wish somebody would have adopted me, even though I was already fucking 13 or something. But I was like, so I wouldn't have to grow up so fast, yeah. so I could enjoy, like, my juventud and stuff. But you didn't yeah, but want the help. It's, I don't know, it's different. Like, maybe because I'm, like, knowing... Uh, like me knowing that, like that, I know the people, like my family, like you guys and stuff. Like I just, just like I just wouldn't want it to retaliate yeah. on me, even though I know that wouldn't be the case and stuff. Um, it's just that's why everywhere that I've lived, yeah. um, I even if I've only rented like or stayed in their room or the living room, slept in the living room, like I was like I'm gonna pay rent. Like I don't, I don't want to live here for free. Just because I've had that mentality. Yeah. I don't know why you guys, yeah. I don't know why our family has that mentality, <laughs> like, no quieren estorbar, no quieren hacer, ¿cómo se dice? Un, este, ¿cómo se dice? Un, no estorbo, pero, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, como yeah. una carga, no quieren ser una carga, you know, like, our oh, family, yeah, everybody's like that in our family, everybody, <laughs> including myself, <laughs> no, no, yeah, um, what do you, how did you, how did you handle everything? Like, how did you handle life, work, parenting? Mm-hmm. Like, you were so young. Where was your mentality at? And how do you see yourself now? Like, yeah, so when you think that uh, there was a lot of uh, dark times, I guess you can say. Um, like, I, I was, um, I didn't mm-hmm. get diagnosed or anything, but I, I was depressed for a really long time while I was working, while, like, but I was like, I can't give up, like, you know, I was like, because if I give up, like, I have to think about everybody, like, my sisters and everybody, you know, so it's just like, I I just dealt with the fucking, yeah. how life came at me, you know, I was like, good or bad. Uh, currently now, I can say that, <laughs> currently now, fast forward to now. Basically, no, that's, that's, not the, answer that's to nothing, the answer. But, I mean, it's. It's legal now, so I guess it's like cool. Not cool, <laughs> but fuck. No. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I mean, but now I, I can say that I'm the happiest I've I've been um throughout my life. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, yeah, I mean I'm I'm good with my life for now. I'm in a, a happy uh relationship so far. Um uh yeah, and I have my dogs. We have a house. Um, I have a good job. I think once you, yeah, I think when you met Todd, like not at the beginning, right? But when, yeah, when you guys moved in, like, I think your perspective of life and and changed and your attitude and. Well, I mean, yeah, I went from 
They turned the hoe into a housewife. <laughs> hey, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I don't regret my party days. No, no, like, no. Um, but now it's just a different time in my life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Damn, that was a good podcast. Um, I know, yeah, it's an hour and 30 minutes. I mean, it's four minutes. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I mean, anything else that you want to say on here mm. that you want to talk about? No, no, I mean, not, we, not unless you have any other questions for me. Um, um, Do you have I, any questions for me? I don't think so, not right now. I forgot to call into work that I wasn't working in today. <laughs> no, but right, right now at 9.59, I was like, I have oh, one minute to were... call in. But I just texted him. I was like, hey, I'm not going to make it to work. But anyways, this is irrelevant from the fucking podcast. It's because I have a dentist appointment. Are you recording with me? Or? And since I live far, I'm just like, I'm just going to take the day off. Yeah. I know. Save those PTO days for vacations. <laughs> Ahí estoy yo, ahí estoy otra vez. But in, <laughs> anyway, so this recording, I mean, nos recordamos de mi tía y de todos los que han sufrido, um, family members and the ones in heaven. We just remember you guys and we miss you guys. I wish everybody nothing but the best. Um, you've been, a, you've done an awesome job with your sister. You guys, the relationship that you guys have. My tia would be so proud of you guys. Um, mm -hmm. Everywhere, like all three of you, you know, where you're at, at the stage that you're at. Um, I'm pretty sure she would thank be really you, proud you. of you guys. Um, thank you for having me on your podcast. It was a, a pleasure. Um, yeah, different topics. Or and we'll I don't be know. back. I want to have, well, my podcast is about parenting, but oh, I mean, yeah. we could do one that she's me. Like, we can all. All of us in the group chat get on here and then yeah, and cheese you know, like how we do. I don't. You guys do. Because we talk a lot of shit. <laughs> I mean, they talk a lot of shit. Shut up. <laughs> Just kidding. I know. No. Well, thank you. Thank you for being on here. Thank you for taking the time. Um, if you guys have any stories or any comments, any questions, you guys can go ahead and email me at maternidadmodernaconyancy at gmail.com. Or my Instagram. I'm still trying to fight my producer to get me Facebook. No tengo Twitter. Pero all the other platforms that I just mentioned, you can go ahead and reach out to us. I'll be posting a couple of pictures. Um, and yeah, that's the end of our podcast. Production. Cut.